live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Broadcasting, as always, folks, from the Live Free or Die, Granite State of New Hampshire. And as we reconfigure some stuff in here and we bring the studio to its full capacity, we'll get Eli back up and running as soon as possible. Kelly, how are you doing? Good to see you. How you doing? Good to see you. Jay Miles is in the building today, ready for some news. Amanda Collins is here. S.L. Holmes is in the building. P.Y. Pirate, I don't know what that means, but I know that you know what I mean. Thank you very much and welcome. S. Marvel is in the building. Carol A. is in the building. How are you? Carver Jerry is ready for some live from America. Nancy Brewer says, I love your show and I live in Texas. Garrison from Tennessee is in the building. Janice from West Virginia. We're going to be talking about your state a little bit today. Gloria from the great state of Michigan. Bonita is in the building. Julie from Arizona. Thank you for joining in today. We really appreciate it. Is that Pyroot? Hold on. I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back. P-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T. Pyroot, I guess that is. Uh, Arthur Nettler is here. How you doing, Arthur? Good to see you. Uh, Fort Worth, Texas is in the building. Aunt Lob, how are you? And Michelle Curl. Jeff Richardson from Wisconsin. Good to see you. Thank you very much, brother. And one more here. Let's give it to C. Beck from a tiny little town in Iowa. Thank you very much for watching. We appreciate you. God bless you. We've got a phenomenal and fantastic, jam-packed, two-hour show for you today here on Live from America on the LFA TV network on Rumble. We want to give a big shout-out to our producer, Eli, for all the graphics, all of the pre-videos, all of the amazing thumbnails. Did you not see the thumbnail today? 
I was Thor. Did you see the size of those arms? Did you see that body that I had? It desperately made me want that body. So now I'm desperately going to run to the gym. Big shout out to Julie and Chris Green. God bless you. God bless your ministries. Um, Logan, I love you as well, my brother. Thank you so much. So a big shout out to producer Eli. And if you'd like to show any kind of support for producer Eli in keeping him employed, the rumble rant is the way to do that. It's the little dollar sign right below the chat. If you're signed in and you have a profile and you've got your card attached, you can rumble rant at any time. Just know, ladies and gentlemen, that up until the end of this month, any rumble rant that comes in, any monthly rumble ranter, we get 100% of it forever. Uh, after that, then Rumble will take out the percentage that they take out on other Rumble rants as well. But those Rumble rants are what keep Eli employed and what keep this amazing network from fighting off the terrorists and the hackers that are trying to destroy free speech. But ladies and gentlemen, it's not going to happen. The right people are coming together. God is bringing the warriors together. And we are unstoppable, especially after that massive attack on Rumble and the United States yesterday by the CCP, which we will get to today. I have titled today's show, The Revengers, folks, because that's what's happening. We are coming back for a retribution presidency. We have the armor of God. A majority of us are rapture ready. So how are you going to stop that? You can get these rapture ready shirts and the long sleeve and uh, jogging pants, the sweatpants on JeremyHarrell.com and LFA TV. Dot U.S. Today, folks, well, we've got an opening video to show you. And I told you that in order to make America great again, I believed that we, need to, we needed to make America godly again. I didn't think that God would ever, ever turn his gaze towards the United States of America ever again unless we made America godly again. And we needed to start with the um, stopping the genocide of babies in the womb. One of the worst forms of murder, one of the largest pandemics, the worst atrocity is to kill a child, a helpless child from God. And the more we get into a culture where we are starting to look that this is not right as a society again, the mainstream media is melting down. How dare you take away our right to murder a baby, you bigoted Christian Radical MAGA Republican. The Texas Supreme Court is blocking an abortion for a woman whose fetus has a fatal diagnosis. Kay Cox, who is 20 weeks pregnant, was warned by her doctor and multiple doctors that if she carries this pregnancy to term, it will likely jeopardize her health and future fertility. Despite this, the Texas Attorney General asked the state Supreme Court to step in, arguing Cox does not meet the criteria for a medical exception. Today is Monday, December 11th, and believe it or not, it is 2023, not 1923. And that's where we're going to begin this morning. This is an unsettling and all too common story. Once again, an aging white man faces indictments, is accused of covering up an affair, faced impeachment, and still his wrecking ball use of political power continues with brutal consequences wow. on the lives of women. Defamation. Sounds familiar. I'm actually not talking about Donald Trump. This time, it's another far-right Republican who considers it a compliment to be called Trumpy. After all, this man 
according to Reuters, tried to sue Joe Biden over 50 times on issues including immigration and gun rights and a ton of other garbage. Now she forgot to say not only sued, but won. Not only sued, but won. We'd like to give a big shout out to the little Kevins we have dancing there with the Santa suits on. Big shout out. Kevin Smith, Loud Majority, coming up next. Do not miss that show, ladies and gentlemen. But here's what I want to say. I have met Ken Paxton on a number of occasions. Ken Paxton is a good and decent man. If that woman was absolutely and actually in um, jeopardy of dying, then I think Ken Paxton would not be fighting this to keep this child alive. Because after all, aren't we fighting for all lives that are helpless and cannot fight for themselves? And here's the other thing. Do you know that I have two daughters, both of which doctors thought were going to die, and the first of which three different doctors in three different areas told us that that we should have an abortion because our baby was either not going to make it to full term or the mother was going to die or that if the baby was born, then she was going to have serious medical complications her whole life. That baby is my oldest daughter, who is now 15, who gets great grades, always on the honor roll, smart as a whip, beautiful. Her name is Shaylin, and three different doctors told us to abort her because it was going to cause massive complications with the pregnancy and possibly cause the mother to die. So now we're getting into woke and fake and left-wing doctors that were exposed during COVID that are now going to say this woman is going to die unless you get give her an abortion. So now we have to worry about that as well. And it sounds like to me that Ken Paxton is stepping in and saving this child's life based on actual medical um, um, uh, advice, saying there's nothing wrong with this woman. And I guarantee you that's the case. But she got some doctors or a few doctors, some left-wing nut jobs who love killing babies, who make a ton of money off abortions to say, you're in jeopardy. And that is what she's using as her fight against Ken Paxton. My thing here is, shout out Ken Paxton. He's a good man. And I want to give Ken Paxton the Smarty Award of the day today for fighting for that unborn child. Because guess what? The right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we will give the Smarty Award of the day today to Ken Paxton, the Attorney General, for the great state of Texas. Texas. Shout out, Ken. And we'll be getting Ken on live from America for an interview very, very soon. In the meantime, I'd like to thank the following monthly donors, because as you guys know, the LFA TV is and Live from America has always been a viewer funded program. Okay. Now, we ended up going out there as we added shows and as we grew. We needed to um, find ways to fill the gaps of all the donors that couldn't donate anymore because of Joe Biden's America. Don't worry. They all said they'll be back when Trump is and they can afford it again. And we needed to grow. So for those following people, I'd like to thank Kim Langdon. I'd like to thank Barbie Gorby, Paul Renee Cloran, Debbie Compton, Brenda Carls, Christine Ritchie, Laura Harris. I'd like to thank um, Marcos Alvarez. I'd like to thank Carrie Foley, Vanessa Huey, 
Thank you all so very much for your kind contributions monthly. And I know that there are so many people out there who donate in different ways. What we're talking about here is the ones that choose to donate uh, monthly via LFATV.us or JeremyHarrell.com. Um, also, there's the monthly Rumble Ranters who donate monthly on Rumble Rants. And then, of course, there's those people who do one-time donations and use our promo codes. All of that is, a, is money for us coming in. Um, and the people who donate by check every month that don't get the acknowledgement every month that's read right here. Um, you guys are what keeps the, the, the truth coming in. And when Donald Trump comes back and we get to the White House, and we get press passes in the White House press briefing room, then we will say, this is why we did this this entire time. So thank you all. I think it's time to go to the Lord, folks. If you will, please open up your um, Bibles. I want to go to what we were talking about this morning, and we were talking about be- being prepared. Okay, and if you open open up your Bibles and you go to Second Samuel 21, it's talking all about being prepared. I mean, who was more rapture ready, even though the rapture was probably something that wasn't spoke of much back then, than David? Who was more rapture ready than David? Especially going into that fight with Goliath. He knew that he had this, the, uh, the safety net of God. He had the faith that, that his God was bigger than any giant. His God was bigger than any problem. He went and he picked up five stones. And he used his wisdom from being in the fields, constantly slinging those stones. Using that slingshot for accuracy and speed. He used his wisdom and he, and he gathered five stones. Why? He was only facing one giant And he has the one true God, which is Yahweh. And he has faith in that God that he will win. But no, David was wise in 2 Samuel through the story, 2 Samuel 21, through his decision to pick up these five carefully uh, chosen rocks, these rocks that were sleek and, and were aerodynamic and would have speed and accuracy. And he went and he only used one. It left him with four. Why did he have four left? He had four left because even though he had faith in God, he prepared. He prepared for any and everything, like the oil lamp that should be next to your uh, bedside. Because nobody, not even the son, knows the return of Jesus Christ. Only the Father knows that time, and we should always be rapture ready. We should always have that oil lamp burning, and much like David, we should always be prepared with five stones, not just one, because you never know when the devil will be waiting around the next corner, waiting to devour you like a hungry lion. So go back to Rise Up this morning, folks. We had a great, great Bible study. We dug deep into Samuel. We dug deep into Corinthians. We dug deep into other uh, verses that reference David and his fight and his preparedness for anything. Truly amazing. Now, in the name of Jesus, please remove your hats if you're wearing one, bow your heads, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 
See, a good, good soldier of God, folks, all of you, the people that were chose to be Christians at this time in this country and the implications that freedom and that freedom around the world actually has coming from the... Um, the godliness of this country from its birth until now, you guys are a part of that. And we are really, really, really living in a great time to be alive, I think. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for bowing your heads, praying with me. We are now 18 minutes past the hour. We are approaching 4,000 people watching. So I want to give my love to the one and only OFP Farms, folks. I'm going to tell you what, for all your magnesium, for all of your soap, for all of your cosmetic needs, for chapstick, I'm going to tell you what, my daughter, my daughter used, we have three daughters and two sons and my wife. One of my daughters used the chapstick for the first time two days ago and said, uh, what? Uh, this is the best chapstick I've ever used. My wife's been telling her to use it. She finally did. It is incredible. It's not only because it's made from goats, uh, goats, goat milk and all natural. It's because of the love, the kindness, the passion, and everything that goes into not only their herd, their goats who are part of their family, their packaging, their production, their boxing, their wrapping, their gifting, it all comes from the heart, ladies and gentlemen. And you can see right there the attention to detail. OFPFarms.com for all of your goat milk, soap, and cosmetic needs. Check them out today. You can even get yourself a wonderful gift box set. And there's a 20% discount for Christmas if you use LFA20 today. So OFPFarms.com, choose what you want, put the purchase code in, the promo code, which is LFA20, and get 20% off. And if you're looking, after you get out of the shower, after you put that soap on your body, after you've rubbed that beard oil in and you're ready to calm down, well, ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing better to slip into than bamboo bedwear and clothing and sheets and blankets, folks. Look at this. These offers only come around once a year, Black Friday and Christmas. And for the LFA viewer, 40% off, 40% off using the promo code LFA on CozyEarth.com. Very, very high quality luxury items. But the reason why they're expensive is because you don't need to buy any more after. As a matter of fact, they get better with every wash and they have a hundred wash guarantee. Check them out today, folks. Cozy Earth. Dot com Clothing and bedding made from bamboo, 40% off all bedding, and up to 40% off everything else. And we have Rise Up Coffee back in stock, folks. So let's lift it up. And let's have our first slurp. And let's get to the first and foremost section of the day, Jack Smith. What is Jack Smith up to with the Supreme Court of the United States? Is the Supreme Court of the United States compromised? Well, folks... You might have heard that Jack Smith has requested to jump over appeals courts, jump over federal appellate courts, jump over the circuit courts and the divisions, and go right to the Supreme Court with one question and one question only. And that question is, does Donald J. Trump have absolute immunity while he was the president of the United States of America? And the Supreme Court has granted the request by special counsel Jack Smith, 
who's been going after Trump since the beginning, who's got a judge, Chanya Chutkin, who hates Trump, who's going after him, who's got a jury in Washington, D.C. that 91% voted Biden, who hate Trump. He's definitely up against a never winning, uh, never winning odds. And Jack Smith wants to go right to the Supreme Court, bypass everybody else because he wants to get it done, and he wants to know if the Supreme Court will say that Donald Trump had absolute immunity. Here's the trickery in that, in that question, in that request. Of course, no president has absolute immunity. And the way that they are putting this and the way that they're trying to sneak this in to the Supreme Court and get a ruling by the Supreme Court is to say, does Donald J. Trump have absolute immunity while he was in office, while he held office? Now, we know that if a president commits crimes while he's in office, then no. If he commits felonies while in office against the American people, then no. If he commits crimes against we the people, then no. So, of course, nobody has absolute immunity, but that's the way that they are kind of bringing it to the Supreme Court. Now, I know that the Supreme Court and everybody in the, under the sun is smart enough to see what they're doing. They do this for a living. They deal with lawyers for a living. But the fact that the Supreme Court actually granted the request to at least hear the arguments, I do not want this to be misconstrued or in any way um, want you to think that they are granted to hear the case. They have not. They've granted to hear the arguments from both sides on the case to make a determination on whether that they would take the hearing and actually make a ruling, an overarching uh, end-all, be-all ruling. So, folks, we are in a very weird time. Is SCOTUS working along with, are they completely um, compromised and corrupt, or is this going to work in our favor and get all of the he said, she said bullcrap out immediately and to set exact um, rulings and definitions on where Trump had immunity and where he didn't, which would wipe out most of these cases anyway. I guess we will find out. I guess we will find out. But Supreme Court did overturn the one thing that we needed them to in order to make America great again, which was Roe v. Wade. But I want to just read this uh, story from me from Christina Layla real quick, Okay. Jack Smith skipped over the appellate court and went straight to the U.S. Supreme Court on Trump's immunity claims. Quote, this case presents fundamental questions at the heart of our democracy, which we are not, so kind of a flawed request there anyway, whether a former president is absolutely immune from federal prosecution for crimes committed while in office, Smith wrote in the filing yesterday. The only reason for this petition is to seek to guarantee a trial of Trump and possible conviction before the election, constitutional expert Jonathan Turley said. In the brief order, the Supreme Court signaled it would grant Jack Smith's request for an expedited consideration. So again, that's not granting to hear the case. That's not granting to make the ruling on the case. As a matter of fact, they will probably say, this does, this does, this doesn't, this doesn't. You must go back through the proper procedures of going up through the courts, and then we will consider whether we want to actually hear the case. That is most likely what's going to happen. But you must know, and I'll tell you that Megyn Kelly agrees with with me on this, and I even have a clip with her saying it, 
that the, the, if any court is going to convict Donald Trump, even though they know he's innocent, it would be D.C. And Tanya Chitkin and Jack Smith, if that does happen, will seek to jail Donald Trump while pending appeal. They will not want him out running for president pending an appeal. This is their plan. It's not going to happen because God wins. But that's going, this is, the, this is their entire plan. Now, if Jack Smith can get them to say, yeah, we'll hear the case, and then he can bring the case to them without going through the proper appellate stuff and without laying clear terms out when they hear the arguments where Trump's immunity is, that'll tell us a lot about where the Supreme Court is. What can you do, ladies and gentlemen, in the meantime? Pray. That's what you can do. What you can do in the meantime is be rapture ready, do your job, have your oil lamp burning, make sure that you're doing what you're doing to make sure that we save this country because we are the revengers, right? Just like my thumbnail says, we are going to take this country back. We're going to give a rebirth of this country to the great citizens who stuck it out, and it's going to be amazing. But I got to tell you, it's going to get bumpy. It's going to get bumpy. Now, Jack Smith is also planning to use Donald Trump's phone data at the January 6th trial in D.C. that he wants to start in March. Okay? The expert witness has reportedly extracted and processed data from Trump's phones and one other individual. According to the court filing, Jack Smith will call on this expert to testify on Trump's phone data and location on January 6th, 2021. Well, first of all, that's a matter of national security and playing with a little bit of fire there. Remember, Pandora's box, Pandora's box, phone data, geo-tracking, Pelosi, January 6th, FBI, agents, Pandora's box. Remember what game you're playing. Quote, expert one has knowledge, skill, experience, training, and education beyond the ordinary lay, uh, ordinary person regarding the interpretation and visual representation of geographical location data. Full stop. Are you telling me that geo-tracking works? Eli, if they're saying that geo-tracking works then they have to admit that Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht and their research and their study of 2,000 mules and ballot traffickers has to also work. We already know that they did that by how they're tracking and hunting down January 6th people, but this would only further back up the 2,000 mules claims, which is the election interference that Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and everybody else has been literally out there warning the world on. Doesn't that mean that geo-tracking would work? And ooh, what do they say? This person has training and education beyond the ordinary person regarding the interpretation and visual representation of the geographical location. The interpretation and visual representation. So now what's going to happen is these morons are going to put up some expert who has some kind of interpretation on what he or she sees based on the data that they have when it comes to a person's geographical location based on where their cell phone was. Geo-tracking, thank you, got it. But your interpretation of it? 
So now we're going to have people that actually give testimony on their interpretation of eyes, of sight, of data. Well, I guess that is the left versus the right, isn't it? Absolutely unbelievable. I see somebody in there as a birthday. What is that? Seth's birthday. Happy birthday, Seth. God bless you, sir. I'm on a roll right now. I can't stop to do a birthday song. I got a lot of stuff to get to. And this stuff needs to be out in the open. We have to understand that one thing implicates another. And if you open the door and you open Pandora's box on one thing, then you better prepared. You better be prepared to meet us on the battlefield with that same tactic. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, moving to Hunter for a minute. When the mainstream media throws Joe Biden and Hunter Biden under the bus, when the mainstream media tells you Joe Biden basically and Hunter Biden are done and the media is done with them and you can see it and hear it in their voices and what they're saying, that tells you a number of things. Number one, why do you think Hunter Biden got indicted on these nine fe- um, felony charges in California? Who's the governor of California? Gavin Newsom. You mean to tell me that people in California, that the government watchdogs that live in California were working on this case and no other states? Isn't it odd that these nine felonies announced on Hunter Biden came out of California, that they, the paperwork was filed in California. So, okay, he gets charged with these nine felonies. Joe Biden, even though he says he won't, will, will pardon his son. Gavin Newsom will be involved in that as well. He's the governor of that state. They will pardon Hunter Biden, and then Joe Biden will ride off in the dust, like I said yesterday, to be with family or to be there next to his son during all of these tumultuous and trying times. But I want you to listen to MSNBC, and you'll get a good hint on what's happening. Taken, sir, but let me ask you, what have they said to you? What did did prosecutors say to you and to your client as to why things changed? Yeah, that's a really good question. So um, they said nothing. Indeed, this was a complete surprise to us, notwithstanding we had been in contact with them. Indeed, I think about a week ago, I called the U.S. Attorney's Office for a status check so that I could come in and talk to them if they had any idea that they wanted to bring any additional charges after the gun charges. Okay, now what, you're, what, you're, what you don't know of who this is, I'm, I apologize. This is one of Hunter Biden's attorneys. Now, we're going to bring this back on the screen, and we're going to remove our lower third banner so that you can actually see his name. His name is Abe Lowell. He's the attorney. He's one ter- attorney for Hunter Biden. He'll, you're going to see he's mad with the DOJ, okay? He's mad with the DOJ, and mainstream media isn't sticking up for him anymore either. He's mad at the DOJ's handling of this. Well, Why? Why? Why are you so upset with the DOJ's handling if the DOJ is working with and for, Hunt, uh, for, for Joe Biden and with Hunter Biden? It's because the DOJ has turned their shift. The DOJ is now throwing Hunter Biden and Joe Biden under the bus. That is what you're going to see in here. Or at least that's what I saw in her. Status check so that I could come in and talk to them if they had any idea that they wanted to bring any additional charges after the gun charges. And at the time of that telephone conversation, they said, no, you already had that meeting. Well, that was based on their investigation years ago. So I said, I want a new meeting. And what they said was, well, we don't know we can do it. I wrote a letter both to David Weiss and copied the attorney general saying, if there's any new evidence, then we should come in and address it. If there's no new evidence, then how can you justify anything other than what you did in June? And their response was first silence and then the indictment. 
without any communication back to me. You know, again, if I've done this work, I am in the defense bar. That's not the way it works. Prosecutors engage with defense attorneys to discuss the investigation and the possible charges. It's just yet another way that Hunter's been treated differently than others in similar circumstances would be treated. Um, Abby, it's Jennifer Palmieri. When you say that uh, Hunter's uh, treated differently than others in other circumstances. That is because his last name is Biden? Is that, I mean, this is... What well, we yes and no, about? Jennifer. Yes and no. I mean, it's because his last name is Biden, but it's not like they're going after, you know, some distant cousin. It's because he is the son of the president who's named Biden. The Republicans and anybody else that's been investigating on the right wing media, for example, have tried and tried to say that President Biden has done something wrong. They can't find a shred of evidence because he hasn't. And yet they want this to be an issue. And what they've successfully done, because they go out on the way, airwaves and people don't understand the difference between truth and misinformation, is basically saying, OK, I can't get the president, so I'll besmirch his son in a way to suggest that there's something going on between the two of them. That's why it is because his last name is Biden, because of his proximity to his dad, who has been a supportive father to his son through all the best and worst parts of Hunter's life. And that's what makes this different. Guys, all see what I see? See what I see? He is somehow managing, first of all, to say that people can't tell the difference between a truth and lies anymore. Well, that's because of the news network that you're on right there, sir. That's because of the interview that you're giving on the news network that you're currently on. The reason why, if it's even true, that people can't tell the difference between truth and lies is because of you and your defense attorney experience and wisdom and news organizations like that. But then to suggest that the American people are stupid, that we don't know, when there are many of us who do know, well, that's just another um, testament to who this guy really is. Now let's get to the point where he's actually trying to make some connection that the DOJ is treating Hunter Biden unfairly because he's Joe Biden's son. What is, what? And then tries to connect the DOJ with MAGA Republicans who are going after Hunter because they can't go after Joe. No, the truth is going after Hunter. Bank records are going after Hunter, okay? Money laundering is going after Hunter. Felony charges, gun charges, lying under oath is going after Hunter. Those are called crimes, dipshift. But do you see how he's whining to the mainstream media and the mainstream media is giving him no coddling, no pillow to lay on? Promo code Mike Lindell, LFA. You see how they're abandoning them? It's just going to be a matter, of, a matter of time, folks. Now, getting to the National Archives, NARA. The House Republicans have now received 1,000... 799, 1799 documents, emails, they've been, uh, NARA has handed over to House Republicans in their investigation of Hunter, of Joe, of the Biden crime family. Now, Burisma, which you guys, we've talked about many, many times, which is the gas company that Hunter Biden was on the board of, has long attracted Republican attention, largely due to allegations that the firm paid off both Hunter and and the big guy, 10%, right, Joe, to stifle a probe from then-Ukraine prosecutor General Victor Shokin, who was investigating the firm. The National Archives and Records Administration, which you might hear me talk about when I say NARA, 
will provide the House Oversight Committee with a litany of records to accommodate Chairman James Comer's request for access to materials as part of the ongoing impeachment inquiry. Can we just get the impeachment going? I will tell you, if we do not get this impeachment going right now, Mike Johnson, listen up. Motion to vacate won't only be done by people in the Republican Party in about two months. In about two months, when we have an even slimmer majority, a motion to vacate will be called all the time. Mike Johnson, you better step it up very, very quickly or else you are going to lose all support from everybody that has been waiting to give you a chance. Now, I would not be so matter-of-fact or so urgent on this because I do want to give Mike Johnson time, but the problem is that the Rhino establishment has sabotaged that. With Kevin McCarthy leaving, with people like Ken Buck sabotaging and leaving, with McHenry leaving shortly after, and others, we're going down to a one-person majority. And that one-person majority will probably be a rhino loser. So motion to vacates will be called whether you do something or not. So you better get your butt in gear now and do something about it now before it's too late. The impeachment inquiry crap is done. We're all done. It is time to move forward with the impeachment vote. That way we can see who's stopping it and who's not. Because as of right now, we assume all of you are stopping it. It is really that imperative that that happens. But House Republicans do have about 60,000 pages of, um, of new material where it contains almost 2,000 emails of what they were looking for. We'll see what happens. But again, I want to pull up the rumble chat. If you think that Mike Johnson, if he does not put a vote on the floor before the Christmas break, do you think Mike Johnson is done as House Speaker? Or does he lose your support as House Speaker? And again, there's no wrong or right answer here. I want to see what you guys are saying about this. It's so much stalling, it's ridiculous. Three days left and they go on vacation, they're not doing enough. I agree. The evidence is there, but the DOJ is not. That's okay, we're just talking about impeachment right now. Get it done now, I agree. No, not done, he's dragging his feet. If he doesn't put a vote on the floor, he should step aside. Get it done. Some people are willing to wait. Here's what I say. If he does not get some kind of vote on the floor, whether it's inquiry or whether it's full-on impeachment, before the holiday break, my opinion is he will come back from holiday break, from Christmas break, and he will be too politically weak to do anything else. And we will be led by, again, another week. And what is it about that position, by the way? What is it about that position that makes people weak? And I understand people are going to say, well, you know, you got to play ball in politics. You got to be able to do this to get this done. There's just too much corruption. You can't just go in there swinging swords because that's not how it works. I get that. I get that. 
But what is, what is it about that chair that makes every Republican weak in the knees? Because Mike Johnson, prior to taking that gavel, man, I'll tell you, when he got his five minutes, he would sit there and he would rein people in. He'd say the right things. He was really Trump, Trump, Trump. But then he gets the gavel, and just like McCarthy and everybody else, he becomes super weak. I do. I have not stopped my support, and everybody has their right to stop whenever they want. I have not stopped my support for Mike Johnson yet. But if he comes back without doing something before we go on Christmas break, he'll come back too weak. Pelosi was never weak with that chair, with that gavel. Man, she was a beast. Can we be a little bit more like that? We have 4,600 people watching, ladies and gentlemen. Please lift up that thumbs. Share this video out. And a lot of people said threats and death threats. I get it 100%. But if you're going to grab that gavel, you better put on that armor of God. and You better go full speed ahead. That's the way I look at it. I'm so tired. I respect people, but I'm tired of weak talk. Weak talk, no action. I can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? You get, you get a little time. We'll give you a time. But if we see red flags, we're going to call those red flags. And then we're going to give you less and less time as we choose new people. And then with that slim majority, we may get a Democrat. That's why you got to act now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, last story before the break. And that is West Virginia. I told you I'd talk to you a little bit about West Virginia. And uh, that time is now the West Virginia Secretary of State and gubernatorial candidate says the 2020 election was stolen by the CIA. How many people agree with that? In a recent gubernatorial debate, West Virginia Secretary of State Mac Warner, a Republican, made the bold statement that the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, played a major role in stealing the 2020 presidential election from Donald Trump. And as a 23-year-old veteran of the U.S. Army and current Secretary of State of West Virginia, Warner positions himself as a battle-tested leader on his campaign website. His military administrative experiences from a significant part form a significant part of his gubernatorial campaign. I'll be the first to tell you, I do not know much about Mac Warner. Not enough to formulate an opinion about him as a candidate, nor as a person. Although as a 23-year-old veteran of the Army, that's definitely respectful and respectable. What I do agree with, though, folks, is that the CIA is the one that did it. See, you can talk about the FBI, you can talk about the NSA, you can talk about the military and the Pentagon, but that CIA, they specialize in toppling governments and literally pushing and swaying elections, fraudulent elections around the world. The CIA tried to do it to Bibi Netanyahu during the 2012 um, reign of Barack Obama. Barack Obama tried to interfere with the foreign election and overthrow Benjamin Netanyahu using the CIA. It's documented. Go and look it up for yourselves. They did the same thing here. Same tactic, same plan, same strategy. They did it here. So, ladies and gentlemen, I agree. The CIA was directly involved in it. I agree all government agents were, uh, agencies were, from the FBI to the CIA to all of the above. And we're going to be talking about the FBI 
after this break because we have got an FBI report that says those late night fraudulent shenanigans in Georgia absolutely exonerate Rudy Giuliani and implicate Christopher Ray instead. But first, folks, we are going to go to a word from 4patriots.com, folks. 4patriots.com, one of the best companies on planet Earth for people like you and me. Places that you and I would love to shop. Things that really perk our ears up when we talk about being prepared, being rapture ready. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a thing about being earthly ready as well. And you can be earthly ready by shopping at 4patriots or by asking people in your family to shop for you at the number 4patriots.com slash LFA. If you go to the number 4patriots.com slash LFA, you'll, it'll take you right to the landing page where your discount will already be there. Now, folks, the most popular items amongst the LFA family are the Patriot Power Generators, which are your solar power charged generators that can run the most important things in your homes, the biggest priorities, the Emergency Go Tote, which is now $150, marked down 50 bucks, plus you get a discount using the LFA landing page. And ladies and gentlemen, the Patriot Power All-in-One Emergency Car Kit. Those are marked down $50 for the holidays as well. 4patriots.com slash LFA, 4patriots.com slash LFA, and a portion of everything that you buy goes to a veteran family. There's not a better reason. Shop with them today. Check them out today. Good people, great products, and definitely great marketing too. You see them everywhere now. Okay? Also, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go and talk about GoldCo. GoldCo.com. Now, you probably have heard me talk about holding silver for the first time not too long ago. My wife and I finally got some actual silver and gold and palladium and platinum. Yes, you shouldn't say that on air, Jeremy. People are going to come and steal it. Uh, I wish they would. My wife prays and waits at night for that kind of stuff to happen. That's why I'm protected. Not only because my wife is a patriotic, Second Amendment-loving, strong mama bear, but I'm also protected in some of my finances with gold and silver. Now, for those out there who have still have a sizable IRA, retirement fund, or a 401k, it's probably smart that you at least stick it in there. It's like sticking it in a vault. Okay, it's like sticking it in a vault and then you pull it out when you're ready and you'll get the highest buyback guarantee from GoldCo. So with inflation driving up, with the dollar going down, gold, silver, palladium and platinum today. And you can do that by requesting a free kit at GoldCo.com, GoldCo.com slash live or go 855-450-1394 today. GoldCo. And we have about 4,700 viewers today. God bless you. Thank you for being here. And uh, we're going to see if we can get to 5,000. If we get over 5,000, I think we'll beat Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson doesn't have quite five yet, does he? Oh, he's just over five. We need some more shares, folks. We're almost going to beat our friend Benny. Friendly competition brings strong people together. All right? Okay, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the FBI real quick. The FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, really? Federal Bureau of Incompetence, more like it, folks. We've got some breaking news here and some exclusive news from our friends over at the Gateway Pundit. Chris Ray's FBI, along with the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, which we know as the GBI, and Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger's office released a report in June that concluded 
that they did not uncover any violations during their investigation of the late night ballot count at the State Farm Center in Atlanta, Georgia, on Election Day, November 3rd, 2020, when all of a sudden a water pipe broke. Aww. According to the report, teams of investigators from the FBI, GBI, and the Georgia Secretary of State conducted an independent and simultaneous interview of Fulton County's election workers who were involved in the processing and scanning of these absentee ballots that you see they were pulling out the totes at night and putting them up on the table. They said they did not cover any, uncover any violations. However, folks, a source says the FBI report the interviews for the investigation took place back in December of 2020 following the 2020 election. And according to the report, the bulk of the investigation appears to have been conducted in December and January, December of 2020, January 2021. But both the state election board and the Georgia Secretary of State's office was backed up reviewing claims. Again, the report was just released in June by Chris Ray's FBI. Okay? It appears that there was no information in the report other than what was known in December of 2020. So it begs the question, why did it take three years for Chris Ray's FBI to release this report if no investigation was done after that time? Several election officials went back to the State Farm Arena and they began counting ballots late that night without observers present. According to the Georgia Republican Party at that time, this was an unlawful activity. And we can go back and look at all of those um, statements from the Georgia um, officials back then but we don't have to. Now, Joe Hoft, who is a contributor at the Gateway Pundit, first released that video that that week, okay? We've seen it a million times. We don't need to go back and rehash it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, in August of this year, Obama appointed D.C. Judge Beryl Howell decided that Rudy Giuliani was legally liable for defaming two Georgia election workers, Ruby and Shea, because he was late in producing relevant evidence to the election workers' attorneys. So she pronounced Rudy guilty of that crime. We later learned that Rudy could not turn over the documents to the attorneys because he was not holding the information. Investigators were holding it in another case against Rudy. Full stop. Let me bring you up to speed. This information that we know exists was being held by another case in another court by another judge against Rudy Giuliani. And Rudy Giuliani was not in um, possession of that information because they were holding it hostage. So the reason why Rudy got charged in this other case was because he was late in producing the relevant evidence that he wasn't able to get. So you've got one court holding information that Rudy needed in another court that would stop him from being charged or at least stopped him from being, you know, having those criminal charges pushed forward. And it was all done in tandem. And the FBI had all this information and never gave it out. So who does this implicate and who does this exonerate? Rudy is innocent and never lied about the election workers. We have the film. We have the video footage. He never admitted to lying. Rudy will now be forced to sit through a show trial in front of Judge Berthal Howell, Beryl Howell, whatever her name is, 
In the coming days, as a D.C. jury decides how much he will be forced to pay Ruby and her daughter Shay. The FBI concluded that the female and male Georgia poll workers who jammed stacks of ballots through the voting machines numerous times on election night after observers were sent home did nothing wrong. But that's not the case. The case is here what Rudy saw, what information he had, and what facts he had that were being held by one court hostage so another court could charge him. Who does this exonerate? Who does this implicate? It's all games. These people are sick in the head. Now, folks, I need to, I know, Amy said, you know what? I want every child to cover their ears real quick. Earmuffs on the kids. Because I agree with it so much, I'm going to say it. Amy said, I am sick of this shit. Is that a lie? I'm sick of it too, Amy. I'm sick of it too. And you want to know something? That is why 4,700 people are tuned in right now. That is why I'm here right now. That is why Eli's sitting right over there right now. That is why all of the LFA TV hosts from around the world, from around the country, are behind their computers day in and day out, bringing you and reporting for you the information that they're digging up 24-7 and the events that that they belong to and the people that they are affiliated with and the information that they're privy to. That's why we're here. So if you ain't here, you ain't fighting. It's that simple. OFP Farms knows. They said smash that like button. Folks, is it really hard for us to get over 5,000 viewers? I don't think it is. Rumble's working like a dream right now, and we have 4,700. That means if 1,000 people right now hit that thumbs up and share this video, we're over 5,000 in less than five minutes. Let's see if it's true, and let's go to the great state of South Dakota. And by the way, producer Eli and I are working on something since this is called Live from America. Coming the first of the year, we are going to showcase America on these beautiful screens behind me. So when we're talking about the beautiful state of South Dakota, we can go and be in the beautiful state of South Dakota. When we're talking about the state of New York, we can be in the state of New York. This show's called Live from America, and we're hitting our stride, so let's go to South Dakota, where Governor Christy Nome, who I thought would be a top contender, still may be for vice president for Donald Trump, whether you want it, whether I not want it or not, she is a contender. She is a choice to be a VP candidate for President Trump. We know Ben Carson is. We know Tucker Carlson is. We know that there are a multitude of people that have been named. However, Christy Nome has said it is time for all Republicans to cut it out and rally behind Donald Trump now. The reason that she is urging Republicans to unite now is because the Iowa caucuses are already approaching quickly, folks. Quote, it is time for Republicans to unite behind President Trump and do it now. We were told that as the Republican primary field shrinks, the polls would narrow. Nome began repeating the narrative touted by supporters of Florida Governor Ron DeSanctimonious and, for the, and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Bird Brain Haley. Quote, well, the field has been shrinking and the support for President Trump has been growing, now sitting up over 50%, up from 43% in October, spitting facts. Quote, it's time to unite behind President Trump and focus all of our efforts and resources on defeating Joe Biden and the left. Nome linked to a story from the Des Moines Register detailing the results of the latest Des Moines Register poll 
which is also affiliated with NBC and Mediacom. And we told you, ladies and gentlemen, that is now over 50%, something nobody's ever been able to do. It is time to rally. It is time to start making America great again. Now let's go to Iowa. What's happening in Iowa is huge news for Trump, but other candidates won't like how this caucus is shaping up. A little more than a month away for the great, wonderful state of Iowa, which I have a lot of connection with because I am from that area and a lot of family in Iowa. From its first votes of the GOP primary race, President Donald Trump's first place position has only gotten stronger. Results of the major poll released show that President Trump is sitting over 50%, ladies and gentlemen. And when you have MSNBC and mainstream media, media just in awe over this, these kind of numbers, it lets you know they're probably even going to jump on the Trump train. NBC News Des Moines Register poll. The Des Moines Register poll is taken by Ann Selzer. She is known as one of the best in the business and certainly the authority when it comes to polling on Iowa. So let me show you these numbers. Republican side for the Iowa caucuses. We now have Donald Trump leading with an outright majority in Iowa, 51%. Ron DeSantis, a very distant second at 19. Nikki Haley, 16. Ramaswamy and Christie at four. We last polled Iowa in October, also with the Des Moines Register. Since then, look at this Donald Trump's lead. He has added eight points to his total. DeSantis up a couple. Haley, who had been moving flat, uh, I think it's significant. Because in the month leading up to this poll, you had Ron DeSantis pick up the endorsement of the governor of Iowa, the endorsement of a key evangelical leader in Iowa, got a lot of press attention for completing a 99-county tour of Iowa, had a Fox News debate against Gavin Newsom in front of millions of Republican-leaning voters, and was part of that fourth Republican debate last week that Donald Trump wasn't in. So for all those things that we thought might be giving DeSantis a boost over the last month, it is Trump, despite not participating in the debates again. It's Trump who's made the big gains. Trump who's moved to 51% in this Iowa poll. Just a couple other numbers we can show you behind this. These are evangelical voters in Iowa. Remember, Donald Trump finished third with this group in 2016 when he ran in Iowa and lost. Now he leads it overwhelmingly, exact same number as what he gets overall. Evangelicals could make up two out of every three caucus goers in Iowa. That was the case the last time around. Where Trump really turns it on, though, it is first time caucus goers. This tends to be a younger group overall. Look at that. 63% of folks who say for the first time they're going to go to a caucus are rallying behind Donald Trump. This is independence. Independents are a small share of the Iowa electorate, but I think it gets to the basic problem Nikki Haley has. Look how much better Nikki Haley does among independents. It's true in Iowa. It's true in New Hampshire. It is true in every poll we have seen. But in Iowa and in most of these Republican primary and caucus states, big exception being New Hampshire, independents are going to be outnumbered significantly by core Republicans. Haley has yet to show that she can make the inroads she needs with core Republicans. That is to say, Republicans who like Donald Trump. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and my governor, Chris Sununu, has backed Nikki Birdbrain Haley and is expected to endorse her. I don't know. I don't care. He's on his way out here as well. Now, a lot of people are still talking about Carrie Lake for VP. I think you can write that one off. I don't. I, I think there's almost a 0% chance that happens. Okay? I think that's a 0% chance that that happens. Only because... 
folks, only because um, she would be a lot stronger for the Trump administration as a senator from Arizona. She'd be a lot stronger for Arizona as a senator from Arizona, giving us more senators in, in Congress than she would be as a VP. Now, I would love to see it. I just don't think it's going to shape up that way because they want her as a senator and she'd have far more impact for her state and nationally as a senator. President someday? Maybe. Vice president with Matt Gates in 2028? Uh, Gates late 28? Maybe. But I just don't think that Kerry is going to abandon Arizona, and I think Arizona needs her, and I think Trump needs her in Arizona. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm right. You guys let me know. Now, speaking of rallying behind Trump, you guys know that there is a, um, there is a host here on LFA TV, and he goes by the name of Alan Jacoby. Can we put this on the screen? Alan Jacoby is host here at 3 p.m. in the America First Live podcast right here at 3 p.m. on LFA TV. Well, Alan Jacoby, kind of, ladies and gentlemen, just helped J.R. Majewski in a major, major, major way. And you're going to want to check out his show here at 3 p.m. Check this out, folks. Alan Jacoby had J.R. Majewski's opponent on the phone. Okay, and his name is Craig Rydell and Craig Rydell on the phone with Jacoby talked about how he doesn't really like Trump and he doesn't like Trump's names callings and, you know, alluded to going for Ron DeSantis as soon, And this is J.R. Majewski's opponent, by the way. And as soon as this audio recording got out to the world. Then Craig Reidel said, I'm going to go endorse Trump. But we all know that that is a lie now. He flip-flops after the truth came out, after the recorded audio came out. He flip-flopped. And the reason he flip-flopped, folks, is because he knew he was DOA, right? So um, let's, let's see here. What do we have this here on? And I was going to bring Alan on today, but I think Alan will talk a lot about it on his show today. And you could definitely watch it there. Check it out. Not looking for a Trump endorsement, are you? I'm not, I am not. We are not. Nope. And you're making it a point that, you're, that you do not want Trump's endorsement. Yep. Yep. And that when the time comes publicly, and if it does come, that you're put on the spot about your support for Trump, what are you going to tell people? Like, just straight dope. What are you going to do? And I get asked this often, and my answer is, is the same every time. And I have I hit on it already that, look, Donald Trump, he's he's a different person than me. I, I don't like the way he communicates. I think he is arrogant. I, I don't like the way he calls people names. I just don't think that's very becoming of, of a president. So it's safe to say so, that you're not looking to support the guy's primary run. I'm with you. We, okay. we got to we need to go a different direction. Um, we need people like, uh, uh, you know, people like Craig Riedel, people like Craig Riedel. What do you think of Ron DeSantis? Love our, I like Ron. Yeah. I, think, I like Ron. I, I like his, he, he seems, you know, I, I can't understand why he's not gaining more traction. That's Taking a really beating, man. Me. Taking a beating. Well, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, for Craig Riedel, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Let's go ahead and, uh, I'm a loser. 
loser. What a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. But on the other hand, another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And because LFA TV is breaking stories all over, even the Trump campaign is reaching out to us for our research on stuff that has to do with cases that they have. Alan Jacoby just, I think, secured a major win for J.R. Majewski. And when I say. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not kidding. We celebrate here when we do good things, and I think that was a good thing. J.R. Majewski was quick to jump onto X or Twitter and say, I have never wavered. At real, Donald Trump will be our 47th president, and he can count on me to always put America first. And as you remember, we had J.R. Majewski on last week, good friend of mine. My doppelganger looks a lot like me. Maybe we are twins. Maybe we're brothers. I don't know. Maybe we're related, but we're brothers in Christ. And if we're brothers in Christ and we put God first and we stay rapture ready, ladies and gentlemen, we will succeed. So a big shout out to Alan Jacoby, ladies and gentlemen, for pulling the truth out of Craig Riedel. And I guess the only choice is J.R. Majewski for District 9 in Ohio. And he didn't even know I was going to do that story today. So let's go ahead and give Craig Riedel the Dum Dum Award of the Day. You get the Dum Dum Award of the Day, uh, Craig Riedel, because uh, you are an incredibly stupid and weak-willed individual, and we don't have time for that where we're going, okay? Rhinos, where we're going, there won't be any rhinos, right, Eli? $100 from Sylvia Fletcher Lebrano, Eli. $100 for us here at LFA TV saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. We love you, and God bless. Jeremy, what are you saying about your parents, Jeremy? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I've got some more good news. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to look at my thumbnail today. Did everybody see my thumbnail today? Did everybody see the thumbnail that Eli made today? Of course, the best thing on that thumbnail is Alex Jones. If you haven't seen it, you got to pop out. Alex Jones is all green like the Hulk. The frogs are gay. Hulk smash, right? I look good. I look like Thor. My arms look good. We've got Tucker Carlson as Iron Man, right? We've got Donald Trump as Captain America. We hit 5,000 people watching live, Eli. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a good time because God is bringing the right people together. You notice that? God is bringing the right people together at the right time. The warriors, the people that were thrown to the wolves just to come back, the leaders of the pack. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for TCN, Tucker Carlson Network. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. We're driving to see Julian Assange. Believe me when I wait, tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. I should be no. boycotting Bud Light. Fantastic, Jeff. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. They told you the guys torching Wendy's. Ladies and gentlemen, Tucker Carlson Network, LFA TV, Rumble, True Social, Elon Musk allowing freedom of speech on Twitter. Alex Jones back. Tucker Carlson back. Jeremy Harrell, hey, Mark Zuckerberg, back. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's only a matter of time. The right-wing Avengers are here. Tucker Carlson News Network, ladies and gentlemen, will launch very soon, and we'll have an $8 or a $9 a month, I think it is. Here's the official uh, press release. Tucker Carlson is back launching a new video service called Tucker Carlson Network. Um, Carlson to host multiple news shows that include long-form interviews, commentaries, news reporting, and in-depth investigations. Tucker Carlson Network, a new video subscription service, officially launched at TuckerCarlson.com, announced Tucker Carlson, Neil Patel, and Justin Wells. Patel is the company's CEO running business operations. Wells is the president and oversees all programming and content. In making the announcement, Carlson said news coverage is the West in the West has become a tool of repression. Reporters no longer reveal essential information to the public. They work to actually hide it. We plan to tell the truth about things that matter clearly and without fear. Beginning today, TCN will be home to multiple new programs, access to both free, ad-supported, and paid premium video content will be available on TuckerCarlson.com. Tucker Carlson's non-subscriber video content will continue to be available on Twitter. The audio versions of that content will be available on the podcast And, ladies and gentlemen, I believe this will be a $9 a month fee. So, folks, I got to tell you, uh, you're getting all the news you need and all the truth that you need going into a 2024 presidency. And it's truly incredible. And it couldn't come at a better time, folks, because we are being attacked left and right. Now, before we move on to the big attacks yesterday on Rumble, and on the United States infrastructure. We have got to go to what Tucker Carlson said, since we're talking about Tucker, to Megyn Kelly, and what Megyn Kelly said to Tucker about violence in the streets if they do what I said earlier in the show and try to jail Trump in D.C. pending an appeal in an actual real court that is not a kangaroo court. Tell me if you agree, Megyn Kelly and Tucker Carlson. This Judge Chutkin in D.C., this federal judge, because we assume Trump's going to get convicted in that case. I mean, the smart bet would be this D.C. jury convicts him because they hate him politically. Ninety two percent voted for Joe Biden and she hates him um, that if they if she puts him in jail pending appeal before the election, the country's going to burn. And then all this blowback, you know, all these people say, oh, my God, she's calling for violence. I'm not calling for violence, but the, there is no way the Trump base is not going to be beside itself with anger at that level of deprivation of being able to simply vote for the candidate of choice. That's what's being taken away here, like to your point. Well, yeah. And, you know, speaking of violence, that's what you're going to get. And speaking as someone who detests violence and I've seen war, that's why I detest violence. So I spent a lot of my career trying to argue against more wars because I think violence is the worst thing. But I'm just being honest here. If you leave people no alternative, then what do you think is going to happen? I mean, the whole point of electoral democracy is that it's a pressure relief valve that takes people who are very frustrated with the way things are going and gives them a way to express themselves, have their desires heard, and ultimately their will done to be represented in a peaceful way. And if you take that away, if you haven't staged an unfair election, which 2020 was, you know, if you if you suppress information that voters need to make an informed decision, you're rigging the election. And they did that. So mm-hmm. if you keep doing that and people are like, wait, I have no economic power. You've devalued my currency. So it's like eleven dollars for a dozen eggs. 
and my vote doesn't matter anymore, well, then what do I have? Like, what power do I have? And, you know, you're going to get violence if you keep this shit up. And that's just the truth. I couldn't agree more with Tucker. You're going to get violence if you keep this shift up. He's 100% correct. He's 100% correct. Now, speaking of violence, the United States of America has been experiencing a lot of cyber attacks from China in the last three months. You would think that when U.S. infrastructure, like water treatment plants, banking systems, supply chain systems, railways, basic streaming services, you would think that if those things are attacked by a country and that you can geotrack or pinpoint where those attacks are coming from and you find out, hey, that is the Chinese military attacking U.S. interests on U.S. soil, or at least the attacks are happening on U.S. soil digitally cyber uh, through cyber attacks, you would think that the military would be like, that's an act of war, and now we're coming to shut your little CCP fun games down, right? Because we know that China is not economically powerful. It's all a lie. It's all built on their bribes and their, bribes and their blackmails that they hold over us. We know this. So if we know that they're attacking us and we're not doing anything about it, and then you put two and two together and you think, oh, damn, remember the spy balloon? Remember the information that is being sent back to South America because the CCP has now built military bases in South America to transmit information a lot quicker to them from here, from products that are made in China like thumb drives and memory cards and drones and cameras? You would think that would be an act of war. And all of you saw what happened to Rumble yesterday, right? That was twice in three weeks. And it was pinpointed to China. Hackers affiliated with China's People's Liberation Army have infiltrated critical services here in the U.S., Alexandra Hoff joins us now from our nation's capital. Alex, this is not good. No, it's not. I mean, this infiltration appears to be part of a broader effort to insert chaos into our logistical systems. The information collected could then be weaponized if the U.S. and China were to become engaged directly in the Pacific. According to reporting from The Washington Post, setting multiple U.S. and industry security officials, China's cyber army, army is invading critical U.S. services, like an attempt to break into the system behind Texas's independent power grid. Other victims include a water utility in Hawaii, a West Coast port, and at least one oil and gas pipeline according to that report you're seeing there. Brendan Wells, executive director of the Department of Homeland Security Cybersecurity Agency, told the Washington Post this, quote, It is very clear that Chinese attempts to compromise critical infrastructure are in part to pre-position themselves to be able to disrupt or destroy that critical infrastructure in the event of a conflict to either prevent the United States from being able to project power into Asia or to cause societal chaos inside the United States to affect our decision-making around a crisis. The report notes that over the past year, hackers affiliated with the people People's Liberation Army in China have accessed the computer systems of about two dozen critical entities. So there you go. Now, when you realize that LFA TV has the new Federation State of China 
who are the people trying to overthrow the CCP, when you find out that they have shows right here on Saturday called Whistleblowers and Infiltration Files, and then you watch those shows, and you go back to Ava's show on Saturday, and you find out that they were telling you this was going to happen from... I don't know, months ago, Miles Guo was talking about these cyber attacks that are going to ramp up. They talked about it on Saturday, and boom, Monday it happens. Folks, we are at war. The United Kingdom government wants Rumble to shut down LFA TV. The CCP wants the entire country to bend its knee, but they're trying to shut down free speech platforms that don't bend the knee, like Rumble or places like LFA TV. So you have to think to yourself, if they're attacking U.S. infrastructure that is pertinent to our national security and Joe Biden isn't doing a damn thing about it, then you have to draw the conclusion that because they can't shut down free speech anymore with Twitter and because they can't get Rumble to bend the knee, maybe, just maybe, folks, Biden is allowing this to happen. The military is allowing this to happen. The Pentagon and the CIA, the NSA and the FBI are allowing this to happen because they can't do it themselves legally. So they're allowing the attacks to happen outside the country so they could say, wasn't us. Let me know what you think in the comments section. Now, speaking of being attacked and speaking of predictive programming, how many of you have seen the Obama's new produced show on Netflix Have you heard it called Leave the World Behind? Have you heard about this? Well, first of all, in order to bring you up to speed on what the Obamas are doing here, I have to let you know that if you live under a rock or maybe you are new to this earth, in 2007, Barack Obama said, we need to fundamentally uh, change America. We need to We need to fundamentally root out the establishments and the institutions in the United States of America. And we got to build anew with hope for change. You guys remember that, right? Fundamentally change America, right? Hey, Obama, how's your chef doing, by the way? Is he all right? Still cooking for you or is he dead? Just a quick question before I carry on with actual news reporting. The new show, ladies and gentlemen, Leave the World Behind. Basically, the premise of this entire show is that white people are the only group that you are not allowed to trust. Do not trust white people. It's about a major cyber attack and pandemic outbreaks that absolutely destroy the United States of America to an unrecognizable state so that it can be rebuilt. And I'm going to show you a little bit of that right now. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. What? Eli, that's, I didn't just hear that. Did I? Did I? It, hold on, let's, let's play that again. I want to see if I'm I... I'm asking I, for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. Wow. 
Trust shouldn't be doled out to anybody, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that one. So now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play you two videos back to back. The first video is going to be an advertisement for this show. The second video is going to be an actual real video. Well, I'll let you be the judge and you can compare. Go ahead and roll this. I'm so sorry to bother you. You must be Amanda. Why did you come here? In my line of work, you have to understand the patterns that govern the world. It can help you see the future. And I knew something was coming. I don't understand. What do you mean? We are seeing ongoing cyber attacks across the country. The truth is much scarier. What is the truth? be okay, right? Aren't you the one who always said if you're not paranoid by now, it's too late? Haven't you been picking up on what's going on out there? We've all been deserted. There is no going back to normal. There is no going back to normal. Now, you remember the new normal, right? There's no going back to the new normal. These people are predictive programming. Everything they're doing, did you see? By the way, screw Ethan Hawke, screw Julia Roberts, screw what's-his-name-Eli Kevin Bacon, all these liberal Hollywood pedophile scumbags that love working with the Obamas, that think the Obamas are so great. Now I want to go and I want to play you an actual video from the World Economic Forum, ladies and gentlemen, okay? This is an actual video that you're about to see from the World Economic Forum, and, uh, well, I'll let, you, uh, I'll let you see this and be the judge of it for yourselves. It's shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history the 2003 Slammer Sapphire Worm doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars. And that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now.
What do you think? You see what they're getting ready to do, right? So Alex Jones did a whole story the other day about if you say to Alexa, uh, what, what happens in the 2024 elec- election? I guess Alexa, we don't have them in my house, so I don't know. But I guess Alexa tells you there will not be an election in 2024. And you're seeing these attacks ramp up. China is attacking us left and right, and we're not doing a damn thing about it, but giving money to Ukraine and Israel and everybody else in the world. Ava Chen, Miles Guo, and that team over at the NFSC have been warning us about this. Why do you think I brought them on? People go, why did you bring them on your, on your, uh, on your program? How do you know they're not, they're not CCP spies? Huh. Trust me, I've seen what the CCP has done to these people, and um, they want them all dead. I mean, the NFSC wants the CCP dead, every single one of them. So I guess we'll see what happens. All I know is this. One day we're going to wake up, and we are not going to have communication. One day we are going to wake up, and you're not going to be able to get live from America, not because of rumble, but because of massive, massive cyber attacks and EMPs. So what we need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is prepare and prepare to find each other when that time comes. Now, I want to take a quick break, and we'll be back for more talking about how the Missouri Attorney General has now jumped on to this lawsuit for, uh, for, uh, against Media Matters. And boy, let me tell you, attorney generals are fighting all over the country and jumping on this censorship stuff with the Bidens and Media Matters and the mainstream media. And somebody just asked, what do we do? Well, right now you do what, you, what I've been saying. Get rapture ready, number one. Get earthly prepared, number two. Worry about your family and everybody. And then we'll figure out how to get communications uh, in the near future. Uh, all I know right now is even ham radio is controlled by the FCC. So, you know, it might be back to basics for a while. But it's only darkest right before the dawn. Always remember that. All right, let's go to our next sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of that, you're going to need to be prepared. You're definitely going to need to be prepared with your medicines. And you're not going to, I'm telling you, you're not going to want to rely on these hospitals. You're not going to rely, want to rely on these doctors and pharmaceutical companies. You're not going to rely, want to rely on them when the next big things happens. You're probably not even going to be able to leave your house. So it better be getting prepared now. It better be your mindset. And whether that means with medical emergency kits, with stuff that doesn't expire, or whether that means with your, far, with your prescriptions, or whether that means with the COVID kit, which is about this same size, which actually has ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. You can even get a nebulizer with arbuterol. You can get all of your prescriptions that you need. You can basically do everything that you need to do outside of surgery and a broken bone, okay? With telehealth and virtual care from doctors like Peter McCullough, doctors like Dr. Drew, doctors like Emmanuel, uh, Stella Emmanuel, who got removed and silenced and censored. Well, they did the same thing. You sent them to the wolves. They came back the leaders of the pack too. And this is a good start right here, folks. The wellness company has got you covered. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Go to twc.health slash LFA today. twc.health slash LFA. Look for their COVID kits. Look at their wellness kits. Talk to a doctor. Talk to a virtual care doctor. And don't deal with these people anymore. 
They're evil and they're out for you, okay? That is twc.health slash LFA today. The next thing I want to talk about is the EnviroCleanse unit, folks. The, the EnviroCleanse unit, take a deep breath, out with the bad, in with the good, and on repeat. This is the top-of-the-line air purifier for people out there that are struggling from uh, shortness of breath, COPD, asthma. These, this is great for people with those issues. It's also great with people that live in very dusty and, and, um, and high-trafficked areas, especially for viruses and bacteria. This will ev- eviscerate and eradicate over 90% of those airborne toxins as well as chemical smells and the dust in your home. It works with a 1,000-square-foot radius, and you change the HIPAA filters uh, once every couple months, depending on where you live. You might have to do that a lot more. How do you do it, folks? It's made in America. It's a money-back guarantee. You go to ekpure.com, and you use the promo code LFA at checkout. That's ekpure.com. Dot com. You'll get up to $150 savings. You'll get a free air test kit. And, ladies and gentlemen, you can even set yourself up on some payment plans. So, again, this is all about being autonomous. The Four Patriots stuff is about guarding you and your family. The medicines, keeping you and your family safe. The EnviroCleanse, you never know when you're going to need that air purified because another toxic chemical spill gets done right outside your home because the government wants to claim um, imminent domain and take the land. We reported on that the other day as well. Okay? Mustache, I'm going to say this once and I'm going to say this only once. Okay? I understand about language. I do watch my language. But if we're going to harp on little languages like hell and damn when the country is burning outside, I think we have a little bit more of a priority there, especially if I'm not using God's name in vain, especially if I'm not blaspheming, and especially if God knows where my heart is. I do not want to see any more stuff about little language stuff like that. We all know we're all adults. Don't waste your time typing it, and I won't take waste my time reading something like that. I'm not mad in any way. I'm not trying to have people jump on you in any way. I'm just saying for you and everybody else, I got it, okay? I got it. Moving on. I want to talk about Missouri. I told you I'm in a rare mood today, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not mad at any of you. I'm, I, see the, I see daily the downfalls of this country, and I got to try to fight it and beat it. Now, I want to get to the story from the Gateway Pundit. Missouri AG Andrew Bailey sues Media Matters for violating state consumer protection laws and defrauding Missourians. I love the fact that people are just jumping all over Media Matters. It's about time that this happens, okay? Now, I know that people are talking to me about language only because we have kids watching. They mean the best. They have integrity. They're trying to help me be a better Christian. I understand that. I'm just saying, in the scope of things, come on. Andrew Bailey launched an investigation into Media Matters uh, for Monday, or for America, on Monday, December 11th, yesterday. Attorney General Andrew Bailey made this explosive accusation. We have reason to believe that Media Matters has used fraud to solicit donations from Missourians in order to bully advertisers into pulling out of Twitter, the last platform dedicated to free speech in America, he said. I don't think he knows about Rumble. The Missouri Attorney General did not hold back in his attacks on Media Matter, alleging that the enemies, they are enemies of free speech. 
like Media Matters for America, are attempting to kill Twitter because they cannot control it now that Elon Musk took over. Quote, I'm fighting to ensure progressive tyrants masquerading as news outlets cannot manipulate the marketplace in order to wipe out free speech ever again. It's time that Republican officials stood up to the tyrannical leftist groups who are destroying our American way of life. Media matters is the worst. And here is my filing. And the filing is right there on Gateway Pundit, ladies and gentlemen. You can check it out. Gatewaypundit.com. Gatewaypundit.com. And I have a feeling that the more we go after the administration, the more we go after Silicon Valley, the more we go after people like Mark Zuckerberg and Google and YouTube, especially since they kicked us to the curb so long ago. That means, ladies and gentlemen, that we are keeping free speech alive and we are keeping the American dream alive. So we've got to make sure that we keep pushing forward. Okay, Jeremy, I just asked Alexa what will happen in the 2024 election. She said everything, including all the seats in the House and Senate, will be contested. Wow. Interesting. Thank you for letting us know. We are 12 34, folks. That means that we are literally 26 minutes until the end of this show. So let me kick it into high gear because being live from America, we've got a lot to cover in these two hours before Kevin Smith comes up next. And I appreciate the number of you staying here while you did. U.S. families of Hamas hostages were not invited to Joe Biden's White House Hanukkah party despite requesting invitations to be there. That's what makes it even worse. Now you can say to yourself, well, maybe they just weren't invited because of X, Y, and Z. But when you're not invited to a Hanukkah party after you've requested to be there and your people and your family were the ones kidnapped by Hamas, what does that tell you even further about this very corrupt and evil administration occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? Sickening. Joe Biden refused to invite the U.S. families of Hamas hostages to the White House Hanukkah party this year. This was despite the families requesting an invitation multiple times. There are currently eight Americans held by Hamas terrorists after they were taken hostage on October 7th. Okay? This is CNN reporter MJ Lee reported this. This is a Hanukkah reception that the White House is hosting tonight to celebrate the fifth night of Hanukkah hosted by the president and the first lady. And what one of the family members of the families that have their family members that are missing in Gaza still believed to have been abducted by Hamas, they told me that they had reached out to the White House several times for several of the families were in town this week and had asked to be invited to this event, but they ultimately did not get invited. They were rejected. The White House did not respond at all to a request for comment after They were rejected. Hmm. That's terrible. That's terrible. I told you that this country was going to get more and more anti-Semitic as we approach Christmas. And at the start of the year, you're going to have even our government officials being anti-Semitic because they're going to have to bend to the mob. They have no choice. And it's trendy right now to say, screw you, Jew, die. Now, we've shown you multiple videos. We've reported multiple attacks on Jewish people over the last couple months. And I've got another one. Give me your earrings, Jew. 
an elderly Jewish couple attacked outside of a California synagogue with a belt. A man attacked an elderly Jewish couple walking to their synagogue in Beverly Hills, California on Saturday. Rafi, 75, and his wife, Rebecca, 70, were approached by a man who used his belt to attack them, yelling at them, give me your earrings, Jews, according to, the, according to Rebecca. The victims did not want their last name used for protection. Rafi was treated at the scene for lacerations, and his wife was not severely injured. Jewish couple have spoken out after being targeted in an anti-Semitic attack and an attempted robbery on their way to the local synagogue, saying they can't believe this is happening in America. Give me your earrings, Jews, beating them with a belt like some kind of a dog. At first, it was shock. There was a huge knock on my forehead, or a hard knock, excuse me, on my forehead, said Rafi, pointing to his forehead. And all of a sudden, I saw the guy hitting my husband with a belt and screaming, give me your earrings, Jew, Rebecca recalled. Even with Rafi being hit on the forehead with the belt, that did not stop him from pursuing the attacker. Both of them chased the man, and shortly after, police, a police officer uh, caught up with him and arrested him. The officer arrested the man and identified him as Jairus J. Silagi, 44. He was, booked and alleged on, he was booked on alleged charges, including elderly abuse, attempted robbery, and assault with a deadly weapon. Why not a hate crime? Why not a hate crime? Why isn't the authorities charging this man with a clear hate crime because they don't want to. They don't want to charge them with a hate crime. They want to do the same thing they do when they know trans and crazy people are going to shoot up schools, allow it to happen until it gets out of control. Why is it not a hate crime? How many Jewish people do we have watching the program right now out of the 5,000 that are watching? I'm so sorry for what you're going through. But I also want you to know this that the largest persecuted religion on planet Earth today is Christians and will always be Christians, as Jesus said. So while we personally don't know what you're going through, Christians can sympathize with you, and it is a hate crime. And without a parent hate crime that happened in Beverly Hills, NBC4's Macy Jenkins spoke with a couple who was attacked. She joins us live. Macy? Hi, Kathy and Jonathan. Well, I sat down with this couple. They asked that we not use their last names, but they wanted to speak out because they don't want anything like this to happen again. Beverly Hills police chief calling this a despicable act of hate that will not be tolerated. Devoted to both each other. This is my first marriage, only 48 years. 49. 49, I'm sorry. And their Orthodox Jewish faith. By which is prohibited to drive on Shabbat. Rebecca and Rafi were on their weekly walk to Beverly Hills Synagogue Saturday morning when a man ran up behind them near the intersection of Rexford Drive and Santa Monica Boulevard. And all of a sudden, I saw the guy hitting my husband with the belt and screaming. Um, oh, she can't even say it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, give me your earrings, Jew. The attacker hitting Rafi again and again. The first, first was a shock. 
There was a huge hard knock on my forehead here. And though the belt's buckle left his face and clothes drenched in blood, I decided that we could just let it go. The couple in their 70s started chasing the attacker. In their 70s started chasing the attacker. I'm going to tell you what happens if any of this kind of thing were to ever happen around me. I, th- I think it's safe to say I wouldn't be doing LFA anymore. Right, Eli? I mean, if I saw something like this going down, if I heard something like this going down, I think it's safe to say I wouldn't be the host of LFA TV anymore, especially not with my record of my past. And that's what needs to happen everywhere. We need real men, real women, real mama bears to stand up. We got to more than ever. We've got to stand up for everyone except for people who are being illegal. Don't stand up for them. Justice may not be swiftly served, but it will be served. By God. Vengeance will be his. We'll stay rapture ready. Now, moving on to illegals, talking about people who shouldn't be here to begin with. Let's talk about the illegals coming over the southern border for a minute because we've got to go to the, state of, or the city of Chicago in the great state of Illinois where your new mayor, Brandon Johnson, because he can't stop the flow of illegals coming to your city and destroying your city even worse, even though he wanted it, much like his, um, his, uh, his loser Democrat pal up in New York, Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams, he is now trying to sue the bus companies. So this is the same tactic as going after the gun companies and the gun manufacturers when somebody kills somebody, now he is going to go try to bankrupt the bus companies that the illegals are buying tickets on or getting tickets bought for them and being sent to Chicago. That's right. His new plan is to sue the bus companies. He cannot simply just call out the Biden administration, right? Or sue the federal government, right? Let's not do that. Let's not go right to where it's coming from. Let's not dig in and get to the, to the root of the cancer and eliminate it. No, let's not do that. How, uh, how, how dare we even, even mention common sense to somebody like Mayor Brandon Johnson, who might be just as dumb as his predecessor? Don't sue them. Don't go after the federal government for anything. No, no, no. Go to the buses because they're the root of the problem. Bankrupt another American company, you stupid moron. He doesn't want an FBI raid on his home either, LOL. Wow. There you go right there. Eric, Eric, eighth grade Adams called out the Biden administration, and now he's under FBI investigation. And that's exactly what it comes down to. Natalie says, I love hanging here with Jeremy. Well, the two hours is truly nice, isn't it? It is truly nice. But let's go ahead and let's give the Dumb Dumb Award, if we can, to Mayor Brandon Johnson. How stupid can you be? How stupid can you be? Problems are going to keep happening, by the way. Now, speaking of somebody who is very, very stupid, and we need to make sure we do our job to light this, um, light this school up to get rid of it. All right. We know that the president of UPenn, gone for her anti-Semitic remarks, or I should say her refusal to squash anti-Semitic remarks 
at her university. And when she was in front of Congress, she made an even bigger jackass of herself and just refused even further to say what she ended up saying in her apology video. Now let's go to the president of Harvard, ladies and gentlemen, who said just as equally damning things and also deserves to be fired. This right here that you see on your screen is the president of Harvard who will apparently be keeping her job despite plagiarism scandal that's happening right now and refusing to condemn anti-Semitism on her campus. Harvard University will reportedly keep their woke president, Claudine Gay, how gay is that, on alleged plagiarism scandals and her refusal to condemn vile anti-Semitic remarks of genocide on her campus. She's good. We're going to keep her, they say. I wonder how many people out there donate to Harvard. If there's any billionaires out there, listen up. Okay? If you guys share this video around, it'll make its rounds. If there's any millionaires or billionaires or corporate companies out there that donate to Harvard and you in any way, shape, or form disagree with what Miss Gay has said or failed to say about the anti-Semitism on Harvard's campus, pull your money today. Pull your money today. If you know anybody who has kids that go to that school, I do not. I don't come from that life, okay? I, don't, I didn't go to a university, and I don't come from that kind of money. But I know that there's somebody out there that might watch this video, that watch this show, that might watch a short clip. And if you or anybody you know has any ties to Harvard financially, light him up, get rid of this woman. This is the power of the, uh, of the people. LFA TV is the power of the people. And we are just getting started. Now, speaking of the power of the people, Ben Berkwam talked to a very colorful character. I probably shouldn't say that when I'm talking about a black guy, huh, Eli? Probably shouldn't say colorful character when I'm talking about a black guy, right? People of color. How's that any different from saying colored people? I don't know. But anyway, he is a very colorful character, patriot, and I love what he had to say to Ben Berkwam. And I've got two videos to show you back-to-back because Ultra Maga ended up making a video of this interview with Ben Berkwam. And the black community in Chicago has called on Trump to come to Chicago, and they will get thousands of people to march behind him against what the city of Chicago is doing to them. Don't believe me? Just watch. Hey, we sent we sent it a direct message and we asked Trump to come to Chicago, come here and walk these streets with us. And we'll put thousands behind him as he walks the streets. And that's a that's a fact. That's a promise. Fantastic. Uh, We're going to pitch that. to pers- him. Hey, we sent we sent it a direct. So there you go. That was on Steve Bannon's show. OK, Steve Bannon had pulled in Ben Berkwam live on Chicago, live on the Chicago streets. And that gentleman said, bring bring President Trump here and we'll get thousands to march behind you. And if I was a kid, I'd say no cap means no lies, baby. Are you seeing what's happening? Are you seeing people stand up? Did you ever think you'd see this day? I did. I think they're doing this. Why would they be bringing in these tens of thousands of people, 20 buses a day, a thousand more per day? Why would they be doing this? And what's your message? The only reason that I could see that they uh, would be doing this is to replace us. And we say Trump 2024 because Trump is the only one who's going to do something about this and partner with all of America. This is, this, this is where all of America has got to come together and put a stop to this. We have to send these people back where they come from or this is going to explode violently 
it's going to explode on multiple fronts. And, and the, the mayor and his governor doesn't care. And since they don't care, then we must go red. We must link up with all of America. And, and we care and we have to do something about it. We're coming for every elected official that didn't step up and all those that, that, that supported uh, this mass, I mean, wipe out of our, our, our communities. We're coming for you. By the time Trump oh, is ready to... Oh, to uh, oh, 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 what did he say? Eli, we got to take that back. Did he just say we're coming for you? Did he just say that? Take it back. I think it's what he said. Let's go back. By the time Trump gets ready to, to, uh, um, to run in November, Chicago is going to look like a sea of red. When that Democratic National Convention get here, you're going to see so many red t-shirts that you're going to think you're in Texas. Enough is enough. We just can't give it away to foreign. Hold on, take it back. It's got to come together and put a stop to this. We have to send these people back where they come from, or this is going to explode violently. It's going to explode on multiple fronts. And, and the, the mayor and his governor doesn't care. And since they don't care, then we must go red. We must link up with all of America. And, and we care and we have to do something about it. We're coming for every elected official that didn't step up and all those that, that, that supported uh, this mass, I mean, wipe out of our, our, our communities. We coming for you. Ooh. By the time Trump gets ready to to uh, um, to run in November, got me fired up, baby. Chicago is gonna look like a sea of red. Ooh. When that Democratic National Convention get here, you're gonna see so many red T-shirts that you're gonna think you're in Texas. Enough is enough. We just can't give it away to foreign nationals. No, no other country's gonna allow us, guys, us to cut in and do the same thing that's happening here. You have American citizens of African American descent that have built this country and built the great city of Chicago. They are the broad shoulders that have built this city. And they are being uh, disrespected, disrespected by the Biden regime, the entire Uniparty, the globalists, because now they're forcing illegal alien invaders into a city that doesn't have the resources to care for its citizens in healthcare, in education, in police protection, in economics, in anything. And now they have to bear the brunt to it. And they're too gutless. These progressive whites that run this deal are too gutless to have them in there. Just like they're not in the Upper East Side of New York or the Upper West Side, they're not out by Northwestern University. It's something in their minds that makes them believe that they'll do this to us and we do nothing in return. This is not just for Chicago for us. We've reached all across the country to send them a message. We're going to flip America red. We're going to send the strongest message to the Democratic Party that black America, black Chicago has ever seen. Black America is about to rise up Ooh, now that rise we're the up. fathers. Ooh. We're saying Trump 2024 across America. And we ask Trump to come to Chicago. Come here and walk these streets with us. And we'll put thousands behind him as he walks the streets. And that's a, that's a fact. That's a promise. Oh, I'm fired up, Eli. I got goosebumps. Woo! He used, we're coming for you. He said, rise up. Is God not with this network or not? We have been ahead of that curve. We've got Steve Bannon. We've got Alex Jones. We've got Tucker Carlson. We've got Elon Musk platform. We've got Rumble. We've got Donald J. Trump. I want you all to step back out real quick and look at that thumbnail one more time now. I want you to back out of this show right now. I want to see the numbers drop, and then I want to see them rise back up. That's what I want to see. Back out and look at that thumbnail now. I'm telling you, I'm pumped up, Eli. That Black Lives MAGA shirt, did you see that? No!
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, while I'm pumped up and while you guys are checking out that thumbnail, let's also talk about something else that I'm pumped up about, and that's that mini chainsaw, Eli. Gotta love that mini chainsaw. Eli says, don't call it that. It's a mini chainsaw, Eli. It's the greatest mini chainsaw known to man. It's the right mini chainsaw, folks. These things are battery-powered. They're long-lasting. They are bad. You know what? They will cut through hardwood. I'm telling you, these things are awesome. If you get yourself two carpenter belts or one big carpenter belt with the big pockets on the side, you can cut out the hole. You can cut out holes for the blades in the bottom, and you can stick them in there like I've done, and you can walk around like you're in the Old West because that's what I do. I play like a child, and I sit there and I go, and I cut things both hands. Get yours today, ladies and gentlemen. They're cheap. They're effective. They're awesome. And the last time they had them, they sold out every time we sell them. They sell out. Guess what? The link is in the bio. I guarantee you somebody will put it in this LFA live chat and the uh, the comment section below. Get yours today, folks. 50% off, free shipping and handling. Under 100 bucks. How can you go wrong? Tackright LFA TV. The link is in the description. Also, folks, today and tomorrow, your only days left, 30% off CBD. Don't wait. Get it now. Shop by benefit and get it now. Do you want to relax a little bit more and do you don't want to give your money to the pharmaceutical companies anymore? You want something natural? You want something that is natural and something you're not going to get like addicted to or even think that you need? You want some relief because you have arthritis or maybe some, some bone aches? CBD relief sticks, sleep. How about your sleep gummies? How many of you are chewing those sleep gummies at night, passing out, sleeping good? Magnesium helps for that too, OFPFarms.com. How about for recovery? How about when you've done uh, working out and you've got them, those sore, just, just trying to get back into it, you know? Focus, pets, arthritis. There's a multitude of things that you can buy CBD for. And if you use the promo code RUMBLE, not LFA. If you use the promo code RUMBLE today and tomorrow, 30% off. Can't go wrong with that. CBDistillery.com. Promo code RUMBLE for 30% off today and tomorrow for Christmas, okay? All right. Let's get back to it. I got somebody calling me over there. Well, guess what? I'm on air, and we got five minutes left, and I never leave the LFA family. Yes, I will make that a short clip. We will make that a short clip clip for you. Now, there's a reason I wanted you guys to walk back out and look at that thumbnail. You guys know who Patrick is from PD, PBD Podcast? Um, Patrick Bet David? PBD Podcast is a great podcast. And boy, I want you to look at this Twitter thread or this Twitter, what is it called? Threads or speeches or whatever it's called, Eli. Whatever it's called where they all hang out together. I want you to look at the names that are on this. Twitter spaces, and then I want you to hear what Patrick Bet David, PBD, says. Listen to this real closely. When Professor Galloway said, Elon is full of it, he's not going to buy it, he's toying with all of you, and then Elon bought the company, whatever the price uh, of the company was, some said it was 50% more, it was a $20 billion company, $30 billion company, he paid the entire number, he didn't have to do this. If that purchase wasn't to be made, Think about where America would be today. I want everybody to think about that part. Truth. It's been 13 months since then. It's Truth. pissed a lot of people off. The fact that, Ilana, I applaud you for standing up to folks who you're saying what you're saying to advertisers, where what do you have to do? Be a slave to them? They have to constantly put that fear in you? We applaud you. You got a lot of people backing you up. Alex, it's great to have you back on. 
um, pushing the envelope. You could be wrong. Everybody could be wrong. It's not like all of us are always right. We have the ability to be wrong. And when we are and people can challenge us and move on and, you know, then they can make a decision. Either look, I don't like Alex or I like Alex. Great. No problem. That's the freedom of, you know, you have to pick and choose to like somebody's views or not. But the biggest factor here is somebody had the courage to use their resources to buy a platform like this, to give everybody else the freedom to debate, to argue, to give their thoughts, to give their opinions. And then at the same time, if you're wrong, you admit to it. If you're not, you stick to your guns. But best part on what's going on to the world right now is we are finding each other. The fighters are finding each other. And that has got to be a very scary thing to people who oppose the concept of freedom of speech. So I have no question for Alex. I have no questions for Elon. I just wanted to jump in and applaud everybody, even those who debate, even those who agree, even those who disagree. Future looks bright. The right people are finding each other. And uh, I applaud all of you. That's all I wanted to say. So The future looks bright. Alex Jones was on that. Elon Musk was on that. Benny Johnson was on that. Matt Gates was on that. Jack Posobiec was on that. Um, Bannon was on that. I guess I got to get on Twitter spaces, Eli. I guess that's a thing to do nowadays, right? At least that's where the power players are. But he's absolutely right. Patrick is absolutely right. The hitters, the power players are finding each other. And they're doing that through God. And that is terrifying the left. Terrifying the left. Now, I want to end my show today with two minutes left with this incredibly great story from General Michael Flynn about the heart and the integrity of Donald J. Trump. Total downpour in New York, ran in cats and dogs, and Trump got out of that car and he walked over to those two guys. Everybody else you could see scurrying off to get run up into the plane so they didn't get their hair wet or whatever. There was two guys that were like tarmac guys who were working on the airfield and they were going to pull the chocks off of the uh, airplane. They're just soaking wet and it was cold too. Trump got out of that car. I'm standing there watching this and he walks over to these two guys and has a conversation with them for probably 15, 20 seconds. And, you know, he probably said, hey, thanks for what you're doing. And I saw him pull out a, a roll of bills. Maybe he gave him 20, maybe he gave him 100. I don't know what he gave him, but I saw him hand those guys like a tip in the downpour. He could have just, you know, walked out of his car and walked upstairs and gotten in and and they put a held an umbrella out for him, right? There's a human side of Donald Trump. I saw a guy that I respected at that moment because to me, he took a minute to say thank you. And I found that to be an extraordinary compliment to them and really a sign of respect for just a working man. And I think that that's what's in Donald Trump's heart. That's exactly right. Big shout out to General Michael Flynn. Hopefully he gets a uh, a spot in President Trump's administration coming up. Well, folks, that's going to do it for my show today. Kevin Smith and Loud Majority. Eli, have you put that link in there? Pop that link in for Loud Majority into the live chat and in the comment section below so people can find Kevin's show. Folks, if you want to get your Rapture Ready t-shirt, t-shirt or your Rapture Ready long sleeve shirt with matching sweatpants, you can go to JeremyHarrell.com today and if you want to become a monthly or one-time donor of this program of this great network so that we can keep going until we get our white house press credentials so that we can be in those briefing rooms you can do that on jeremyharrell.com as well and for all of you who are here today sharing like your life's depended on it hitting that thumbs up and, and and donating through rumble rants we so much so very much appreciate you merry christmas god bless each and every one of you and remember there are right ways and there are wrong ways but there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of god and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper please check out all of the rest of the shows on lfa tv today loud majority next 
uh, Matter of Fact with Ryan Matter after that. Alan Jacoby, you got to tune in for that show. He is a hero with America First Live. Then the Santilli Report. Then uh, Sean Farish and Ungoverned, followed by Culture Wars with Will Johnson, followed by Based America with Drew Hernandez, and then our evening shows. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love you guys. See you later. Stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, every person.